Welcome, welcome, welcome to Bits of the Buffalo Bills Week 7 edition. You are listening to the Sideline Junkies. I am BJ, and here's my take on Buffalo Week number 7. Um, they come out victorious versus the Jets 18-10, to 10, become the first team since 1949 to win a game without punting and without scoring a touchdown. So let's start offensively. The offense worries me a little bit. After coming out four weeks in a row, hot, just seemed like Josh Allen could just throw the ball up in the air and Stephon Diggs or John Brown would come down with it somewhere. For the third straight week, this offense has struggled. Today, they moved the ball. Josh Allen still looks like the real deal. He's making really good throws, really good decisions. Um... Besides him not getting on the damn ground and taking hits, I, I just cannot stand to watch that. It was um, one of the plays where he was, uh, I can't remember what play it was, but he was uh, scrambling and uh, they were going towards the goal line and he took a hit. And I'm just like, you know, it was two jets, there, two or three jets in the, in, in the area. I'm just like, get down. Stop taking these unnecessary hits. Now, that's the future. If Allen goes down, this season is over. There is no, you know, um, backup coming in and doing what Josh Allen does. He's just on another level. So, you know, I, I don't know what they go over in practice, but tell him to get down. Stop taking these hits. Um, For the third straight week, the offense looks bad. Look, it, it can't move the ball. They're moving the ball. Or they move the ball, get down the field, get in the red zone, can't score. Uh, today, Tyler Bass, six for eight on the field goals. Um, I hear a lot of complaining about him, which I don't understand. He's a rookie in his seventh game. Basically won the game for Buffalo today. There is no one on the waiver ride that you can get to come out and kick for the Buffalo Bills at this point that would be better than Tyler Bass. Okay? Just think of it this way. He already has an advantage on his learning as far as kicking. He's kicking his home stadium is one of the more difficult stadiums to kick in in the league. It's been like that for a long time. You ask any kicker, Buffalo is probably top five, definitely top three on their list on the most difficult places to kick the ball. Probably the Meadowlands is up there also. So with that being said, I think he's just only going to get better just from that. Six from eight today. Um, I could have took one miss, two misses is a little bit unacceptable. But, you know, six for eight, he won the game, 18 points. It is what it is. Bad game, sloppy game. Um, I expected them to put up more points than what they did. This is the New York football Jets we're talking about. Very bad team. Um, and before you go praising the defense, you know, Jerry Hughes, kind of, you know, came up with a big interception at the end of the game. Do not forget we're talking about the Jets. I just want to put that in perspective. They're the Jets. This is what you're supposed to do to the Jets, especially uh, Buffalo at this point, where they are. Moving to 5-2, and two, taking on the Patriots in Buffalo next week, I believe that is a huge game because they're 5-2. and two. The Patriots will come in. Cam Newton is his second week back. Next week could be his third week back, I believe. He's going to have his rhythm together. Still Bill Belichick on the other side. 
Okay. Um, defensively, even with them playing Sam Don on the Jets, I thought that on third down, that team it, they just played too loose on third down for me. They let way too many third down conversions in for me. Um, but just across the board defensively, they still have to tighten up. And you can't really give them a grade because, like I said, you're playing the Jets. Sam Donald and the Jets, I don't, I don't care what they are. I don't care what they do. You're supposed to beat them. They're supposed to hang 30 on them today and put them out of their misery. But, you know, they let them hang around. They let them uh, make it a game. You know, I'm looking 10-3, 10-6, 10-9, 12-10, Buffalo gets the ball. Gets down, can't score. Bass misses the field goal. You know, just they just had their opportunities to win the game. At no point did Buffalo, except when you know Jerry Hughes had that huge pick at the end. At no point did Buffalo just put their foot on their neck and just say, "Go to sleep. It's over. We got this." You know, y'all going home. And that's still something that I haven't seen from this team. And they're going to have to learn how to do that because they got some heavy hitters coming up. They got the Patriots. They got the Steelers still. They got the Seahawks. So, you know, with that being said, you know, they did what they were supposed to do today. Good win. Everything can't be, you know, 42 to 10. You know, everything can't be Josh Allen, 400 yards, 14s, you know, zero interceptions. You know, it, 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 you, you, you know, you got to win. We have to learn to win across the board. Ugly games, um, high-scoring games, comebacks. You got to be able to do it all. So, uh, and it's something I said in our pregame show was um, you never take a division opponent for granted. Even the Jets. And as much shit as I'm talking about the Jets right now, they're still a division foe. You play them twice a year. They know you. Even though they have one of the worst, if not the worst coach in the league, and Adam Gates, I'm still trying to figure out how he's still employed. Uh, you can't take them for granted. So I thought the Jets came out, played well for the Jets. You know, I thought they, like I said, Quentin Williams, that's a grown man right there. The defensive lineman for the Jets. Man, I would love to have him in a Buffalo uniform. He's disruptive. Saw a lot of it today. So um, next week, Patriots. That is going to be a huge game. That's a game that the Bills have to win. And, yeah, they, they lose it. They go to 5-3, and three, probably still sitting on top of the division. But eh, this is I, I have to call it what it is. This must-win game next week. Division foe to kind of take the keys away from the division because the Patriots still have the keys. Buffalo ain't did nothing yet. They haven't proved anything yet. They prove that they can be formidable, but they're inconsistent. So you have to find a way to get consistent. Find out how to way to move that offense, get the ball in the end zone. It seems like the, the absence of John Brown is really hurting this offense. And you know, as good as John Brown is, one guy shouldn't just, you know just hurt the offense like that. And unless it's Josh Allen not playing, then I can understand. But Cole Beasley, hell of a, hell of an underneath receiver. Hell of an underneath receiver. They're going to have to figure out more ways to get Stephon Diggs the ball. 
They got to get more creative in that. Um, they got to get uh, uh, Gabriel more involved in offense. Um, you know, Tyler Croft made a huge play today. If he could have stayed on his feet, that would have been a touchdown. Uh, he got behind the defense, left sideline, pretty catch. Uh, great throw by Josh Allen. So, you know, you see some, you see some sparks, you see some things, but just know they got a lot to improve on if they want to be a deep player in the playoffs. If they want to take this division and they want to get deep in the playoffs and make some noise, um, they got to fine tune some things offensively, defensively. They have to fine tune some things. So, and they had time to do it. We're only week seven. If this was week 14 and we're still talking about the same problems, I'd be a little bit more worried. So we're only not even halfway through the season yet. So they have time to make some noise. Um, I'm interested to see if they take an advantage of the trade deadline, maybe to bolster the defensive line, maybe to get somebody in there that's a little disruptive. Um, you saw... Uh, and Gaku go to the Ravens. I'm just wondering if the Bills were even um, interested at all. Were they, you know, was that just a Vikings-Ravens thing? You know, did, did the Vikings put the call out saying that Ngaku was available? Because I would have loved to have him in the Bills uniform. But maybe over the next week or two, I believe the trade line deadline is November 3rd. Maybe over the next week or two. One of these teams that's, you know, kind of in the tank, maybe willing to give up somebody. So we'll see. You know, we'll see how everything goes. So that's my portion of bits of the week number seven, Buffalo Bills edition. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Sideline Junkies, Facebook, Sideline Junkies Podcast, Twitter, Sideline Junkies. We're all, all the same. Name. So hope you liked it. This is BJ. Sideline Junkies out.